This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's talk about the young guys. Of course, the kids who got drafted last night in Major League Baseball. If you're curious, rounds 3 through 10 today at 2 o'clock on MLB.com. Rounds 11 through 20 tomorrow at 2 on MLB.com. Number one to the Pittsburgh Pirates, Paul Skeens, the stud pitcher out of LSU. And he goes, instead of Dylan Cruz, his teammate at LSU, who goes number two to the Washington Nationals. And Chelsea, I was I was curious who was going to go number one overall. And one of the things I was reading is that the Pirates thought about going with Dylan Cruz. But Dylan Cruz is obviously a stud, back-to-back SEC Player of the Year awards. He is someone who is expected to command or ask for at least $10 million as a bonus here. And the Pirates thought, "Mm, that's a little above slot. It's a little more than we want to pay. Paul Skeens is no joke. And that was what tipped the scales for them was the demand. Oh, can you imagine this being the case? Which, I mean, he still went second overall, and maybe there's a chance that he got this money. I need to check. I don't know if they've negotiated this yet. I would assume not. Uh, but yes, when your asking price is too high and the Pirates are just like, nah, dog, we'll take somebody else. Because I think these were both good options. And where the MLB draft is kind of tricky, I think, for the casual fan is because these guys still have to go through the minor leagues. None of these players are going to immediately go to the big leagues and provide an impact to this team. That's why I think Mm -hmm. you just take the best overall pitcher. I don't think it's like, super you know important to be like okay well our team needs a pitcher right now uh because you know three years from now who knows what you'll need so i think both of these players are good options obviously the price Mm -hmm. tag was an issue for dylan cruz but uh, i think both these players gonna make nice impacts for both of these teams down the line i am a fan of teams that kind of take the more trusted prospect and the guys who have been there Mm -hmm. done that in the college ranks as opposed to some of the high school guys but like looking at history there have been some uh iconic players who have come out of the high school ranks so i don't think one is necessarily better than the other i just think that it's probably more of a known commodity when you're choosing Mm -hmm. somebody who has gone the college route. However, I'll say this about the LSU guys. It's going to be a big culture shock going from playing at LSU where you have all of these fans who are taking 10,000 jello shots and following (laughs) you to the College World Series to, you know, playing single A ball for the Altoona Curve or wherever these uh, (laughs) players are going to go. So we'll see how they do in the minors. But overall, I think these are two pretty solid prospects for both the Pirates and the Nationals. Yeah, I think the Pirates did the right thing. When you read about Skeens, we saw how brilliant he was during the College World Series. This past season went 12-2, and 1.69 ERA, and 209 strikeouts over 122 and two-thirds innings. All of the experts were saying this is the best pitching prospect since guys like Garrett Cole, Steven Strasburg, Mark Pryor. Now, Strasburg and Pryor obviously dealt with injuries, but certainly there was no questioning their talent. So I think this was a good pick by the Pirates. I'm thrilled as a Nationals fan. Dylan Cruz is an absolute stud. Hit 426, 17 home runs this past season. Had an OPS in 71 games of 1.280. If I asked you which one is likely to make the majors first, which guy would you go with? Ooh, both with kind of 
I'm not going to say bad teams, but like there's a reason they're tops in the MLB draft. Hmm. Yeah. I'll go Dylan Cruz here because I think pitchers have to make yeah. more adjustments when it comes to number one, you're going to be playing with multiple different baseballs and the minors, mm-hmm. they have a different baseball than the majors and also adjusting to big league hitters is no joke same goes for batters i guess you could say because uh he is going to be playing with different bats and also now to face pitching that probably is a little more seasoned like they're going to have a scouting report they're going to know what balls that you are not good at seeing Mm -hmm. and they can adjust to that so i think it's pretty even it's just a matter of the organization and i would need to look at the history of what they do with their prospects because some teams are notorious for letting their prospects up early and other teams really want those prospects to be in the minor leagues for a while before they, you know, feed them to the big dogs. Because a lot of this, it's a big investment. This is a lot of money invested in one player and you don't want to hurt his confidence. If you put him in the big leagues too soon, you know, you can cause irreparable damage to his psyche if he's going to the plate and striking out every single time. So I think it's a delicate balance deciding how quick to move these prospects through the system. However, I think most players at LSU are not lacking in confidence. No, that is true. Skeens in particular, he's known for being cocky, walking out onto the field and pointing to his own teammates and saying, I work harder than you. I work harder than you. I work harder than you. That's just kind of part of his MO. He's very, very confident. Tigers at number three took Max Clark, outfielder for Franklin Community College High School in Indiana. He won the 2023 Gatorade National Player of the Year. Probably the first surprise of the night, but I was also reading as well, okay, yeah, you take a high school at three, you think, wow, that's super high. But there were some scouts who were saying, if not for Skeens and Cruz, that this guy, Max Clark, could have gone number one overall. He's a great left-handed batter, has a ton of speed. But again, when you're talking about high schoolers, there's just so much more of a runway there. So you really have to have the talent. But then again, Chelsea, we've seen high schoolers drafted at this level before, and they're okay. It's just a little bit more of a roll of the dice. There's a lot of volatility involved in the MLB draft because we will see such a variety of guys, guys that go first overall that are superstars, guys that go in the third round that are superstars, Mm -hmm. and guys that are undrafted. Remember guys like Jose Altuve? Guy wasn't even drafted. Was making $15,000 as an undrafted free agent out of Venezuela, if I'm not mistaken. And plus, we have seen so many guys come from overseas. You know, the Dominican Republic, now from Cuba. So the MLB draft is not necessarily as easy to pinpoint, hey, these are the guys that are going to be really successful in the big leagues because success seems to come from all over the place. Yeah, and another high schooler who was taken, I just wanted to throw this out, number eight, Kansas City selects Blake Mitchell, a catcher out of Sinton High School in Texas. He can pitch and hit, but he will play in the majors as a catcher. He can hit over 90 on the gun as a pitcher, and there were varying reports on whether or not this should be a top 10 pick or not. Some scouts said, look, this guy is a catcher who has nice power, He's known for his defense. If you want a great defensive catcher who can swing, he's worth it. And then others said, well, he's only 19 years old. Do you want to take that shot? But one of the better points I read was, if you're talking about fit with the team, this is a good fit for the Royals because the Royals have a very long-term plan in place. Some teams want these guys up in two or three years, maybe sooner. For the Royals, 
you're talking about a long rebuild, so they have the time to wait on him. Yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, you just take the best players available. Because if he's there next year or the year after, mm-hmm. like in your future plans, how big of a difference is that? It's not like the Kansas City Royals are pushing for a World Series title in the next couple of years. So I think you de- take the best players available and you wait. You try to develop them and try to fit that balance of you know keeping them on the right path, but not moving them along too quickly. It is a fine line, but you are right about that. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.